Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey everybody, Rev here. Just a couple things before we get into this week's episode. Monday, July 5th, we are starting our next Omniverse Chronicles. We are playing Crossroads Carnival, in which we play a group of sideshow performers who are trying to save small towns from the darkness that is attempting to envelop them. Part of Crossroads Carnival is that when you go to a town, there's something that's feeding on them or trying to poison them, and we can either try to defend them to pull them back from that brink, or our actions can push them further into that fate. Once that is decided, if we have affected the town positively or negatively, a certain outcome happens with the world. Either we start to move towards a better place, or the apocalypse starts to come closer. And with each of those paths, there are two good options and two bad options per town. And instead of us picking those, what we're going to do is uh, everyone who is there when we play this game, at the end of the episode... Once it is decided whether we helped the town or hindered it, we're going to post a poll and let you decide which of the two options happen. Our ringmaster, Joe, for this thought it would be cool to let the audience decide part of our fate every week. Uh, So we will have that posted live at the end of each episode. Uh, If you have not joined us for the Omniverse Chronicles, you can head over to twitch.tv slash thecritshow where we have been going live every Monday night this past month and a half with masks and getting ready to move into Crossroads Carnival. And then we have many more things lined up, including Star Wars and Ghostbusters. So we hope to see you there on Monday nights. Also, you can stay tuned at the end of this episode for the outtakes reel from Season 3. And with that, enjoy the episode. It is nighttime. We have just snuck in to Noak's camp. You four have scaled the wall successfully, gotten inside of the camp, and you can see that there are three gorillas playing some kind of a dice game guarding the front door of the tower. I'm going to lay out a map for you here. Uh, You're all over here, far off to the left side. What's the plan? Well, should we uh, look at these buildings right here before we go any further and fight those yonder great apes? Well, do we think that it's going to be a good idea to fight them, or should we try and distract them and lead them away from the entrance? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's a real good one. If we keep the gorillas... Sort of in that smaller range, then I've got one big spell that I think can maybe fuck them up pretty good. But if we pull them out, then I don't know if I can do it quite as well. Oh, okay. So should we uh, just kind of sneak you up there then and let you do your thing? If you can get me within, and I do a bunch of like air arithmetic, 60 feet, (laughs) then I think that'll about do it. Uh, If I could get to about 60 feet as well, I could probably make it a little easier for you to hit them. Yeah, okay. I'm still a little worried about these buildings, though. What if there's, like, reinforcements? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to draw attention when I do my thing. So maybe we should look in the buildings if you're confident that we can do it without, you know, fucking it up. Oh, I'm not. 
Well, you're the dexterous one, so... Yeah, okay, I guess I can take a little peeky peek. And uh, I think I want to start sneaking up towards these buildings. All right, so I think first thing, roll me a stealth to sneak up to the buildings. Can do and will do. Oh, oh no. hot start. Seven. <laughs> All right, so you start to sneak forward, trying to get towards these buildings. We're going we're gonna to put you on the map. Yeah, yeah, we fucking are. You're right, you're right there between those two buildings. And I mean, no fault of your own. There seems to be some some twigs there that you just crunch over. And um, if I was a gorilla, what would my what passive was, perception what would my be? Passive perception. Six, six, six. Surely higher than seven. Yeah, all three of them stop and they turn and they look with their passive perception of 13. Oh, no. And you see them all just staring at you. And like one of them's holding the dice, and the other one's got like a bag of coins. Ah. Uh. Um, I'm going to very slowly bend down and like pick up the twigs and put them in my backpack and then keep going like I'm like cleaning up the area between the buildings. Nice. Uh, roll performance. Okay. He is a janitor, so he does have like experience with this. <laughs> performance or deception? I, either's a fair shake. I just wanted to make sure that because it's not bluff like it is in Pathfinder. I just yeah, sure I, I think it's performance because you're physically trying to tell the lies opposed to with your words. Sure. Five. <laughs> how do I? How do you help in this? You give advantage. You have to be able to sort of justify why you help. I'd walk up with a broom and I start sweeping <laughs> behind him. <laughs> the ground. <laughs> I think it has to be before you roll. Kim, whose side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> side of the rules. The side of the rules, baby. Whatever, nerd. All of these gorillas stand up and they're just watching you as you start to pretend like you're cleaning up the area, but you're not doing it very well. Like you don't even have a thing to put the sticks into. Like <laughs> you you make believe like putting them in a backpack and they just fall to the ground <laughs> and you pick the same one up again and put it back in. Yep. Uh, and they all throw these dice at you. Two of them miss, just just dice like clatter against the side of the wall. One of them does hit you uh, for five points of damage. Oh, what, what did you? I'm sorry. Revington, did yeah. you just weaponize dice against me? Yes. I have never been more insulted in my life. <laughs> never in my life. Never has there been a greater ally of the dice. <laughs> what is your AC? How hard did you throw that dice? <laughs> <laughs> They're stone. Oh. Uh, what is all of your passive perceptions? I assume all above a seven. <laughs> Barely at an 11. I think it's 10 by default. 12. Yeah, so you all also hear Stan break the twigs. And then you hear him kind of talking to someone. And then you hear the sound of, like, things hitting the side of wood, and he kind of recoils back. Have the gorillas moved yet? They've stood up, and they have thrown things at him. I didn't know if they, like, were literally just still sitting down throwing shit at him. Like, get, <laughs> boo! No. Boo. Get out of here. Everybody roll initiative. Okay. I rolled a 20 for initiative. 22. 19. 7. Oh, yeah. All right, so at the top of the round, uh, one of the apes stands up, ape number one. I like to call him. And <laughs> it starts moving in your direction, Stan. And you can see that it's like fishing in its pockets and it digs out some more some more of these stone dice. They're much larger than you expected. They look like normal sized dice, but they're in gorilla hands. So they must be like the size of baseballs. Good God. Uh, and it throws dice at you uh, with a 24. God. No. Eight points of damage. God. It's like buckshot just, <laughs> just fires them like a cannon. Patience. Okay, how far away am I from Stan? Uh, we'll say that you're about 25 feet from Stan. There are some trees right at the edge of this map. We'll assume that you're all hiding behind those trees. Okay, Um. then I think what I need to do is 
I'm going to move my full movement, which should just get me right in front of Stan with 30 feet of movement. Uh, And then I'm going to take the dash action to move an additional 30 feet towards the gorillas. Okay. And how close does that get me to them? Uh, So the closest ape is within 20 feet. Okay. I kind of want to rage, but I also, there's a spell that I want to do before I rage and I can't cast spells when I'm raging. So that's my turn. I'm just going to stay there. Astrid. I think I'm going to move up to Stan as well. You said about 25 feet? Yep. So I'm going to hold my action to cast Fairy Fire as soon as they are within uh, the furthest ones 20 feet from each other so I can get them in a 20-foot cube. Okay. Stan? Uh, I'm going to run behind one of these buildings and pound a healing potion, I think. Where are you headed to? Uh, I think behind the bigger of the two. All right, and roll that healing potion. Okay, cool. I got 15 back from that greater healing potion. Nice. Nice. So this back ape here runs up and pounds on the door, and this one starts to run forward towards patience, and it seems like it's kind of waiting for you to approach, like it's going to strike out at you if you get too close to it. Capo. Uh, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself, and then I'm going to start moving around the buildings. We are back around to ape number one, and it comes up to patience and takes a swing. Uh, with a 21. Hits. Five points of damage. Uh, and then it swings with the other fist. Uh, it is it is double fisting. Uh-oh. <laughs> it is double fisting melee attacks. Oh. Um, <laughs> and that is a 18 to hit. Hits. Four points of damage. Awesome. I'm going to use my reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke on that gorilla. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Six. So he's going to take 3d10 fire damage. Nice. That gorilla is surrounded by hellish flames, and it takes 22 points of fire damage. Woo! All right. That gorilla, for a brief moment, looks like the Ghost Rider, because it just is engulfed in flames, and then it is a gorilla skeleton and skull, and then it collapses to the ground. Patience. So I'm going to bonus action rage, and then I'm going to move up to the gorilla that's closest to me. Uh, And as you approach, uh, he takes a swing at you. It seems like he'd been holding a swing. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, That is a 18, seven points of damage. But you are raging, so that is halved. Yes. Uh, And then I'm going to swing at it with my great axe. All right, roll it. That's a 20 to hit. That hits. And that is 13 points of damage. Astrid. Uh, I don't think... The trigger that would work for what I was holding was going to happen. So I think I'll just let that spell slot go and I will move forward my movement and I will hit the one at the door with uh, Eldritch Blast. All right, roll it. 10. That does not hit. Stan. Uh, I think I'm just going to sprint up to the other ape and patience. I just want to get as close as I can here. What is your dash movement? I, I would have enough for 80 if I doubled. Okay. So Stan, as you arrive next to Patience and this other ape, and then right next to you, that small square building, the door kicks open and a bear steps out holding a roll of toilet paper. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm glad we didn't investigate that area. Everybody is imagining the Charmin bear right now, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. I had to roll a D4 to see how long it took him to clean up and get out here. Uh, So he he opens the door and comes out. Would you look at that? They do not. (laughs) (laughs) And it tries to bite and swipe at you. Uh, I think it misses the first attack with a 12. Yep. And then it strikes out with its claw. Uh, That would be a 19. That'll do it. Uh, That is 12 slashing damage. 
Oh! Oh, bud. And the Charmin Bear is in the fight. Who's that at the door? (laughs) (laughs) The ape who has just pounded at the door to the tower turns and runs up to join the melee. And he gets up all in everybody's business, uh, but he's a little winded from the run. Capo. Uh, I'm going to run between like the the big tower and the little outcropping tower that's got the bridge above me. I'm going to run under that bridge and get closer so that next turn, hopefully, I'll be able to use a spell or a sword or something to fight. Patience. I'm going to keep attacking. Uh, That's a natural 20. Okay. That is 15 points of damage. This ape goes down. Excellent. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to frenzy attack and start attacking that bear. What's my to hit? Six. That's a 19 to hit. That hits. 12 points of damage. Astrid. Uh, I'm going to move forward about 10 feet so I can get line of sight on the ape that's next to Stan, and I'm going to the Eldritch Blast him or attempt to. <laughs> All right. Roll it. 17. That hits. Uh, That is three points of force damage. Did you say horse damage? That is three points of horse damage. <laughs> a very small horse appears and kicks him. Kicks him in the face and disappears. Stan. Well, I guess I'm going to hit this bear. All right. Roll it. 23. That hits. Uh, and that's seven damage. And hell, I might as well use a point and use my flurry. Okay. 17 to hit. That hits. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and that's six more damage. And 21. That hits. With seven more damage. All right, this bear bears down on you, Stan. Ha ha. Got him. But he misses. He's He's very dazed by your flurry of blows. Stan, that ape is also next to you. It doesn't have another target, so it's going to it's going to throw hands. Good. Uh, sixteen. No. And a sixteen again. He can shut up. Yeah, he throws those fists un unwell. <laughs> I think that patience and Astrid. What is your passive perception? Eleven. Twelve. Patience, you almost miss it, but you notice that up at the door that connects to the larger building, it opens. And a wild-eyed man looks down at all of you and then slams the door. Capo. How bad are these these creatures looking? They're in pretty bad shape. Uh, I'm going to stab the ape with a rapier. All right. <laughs> no, I'm fucking not. That's nine. <laughs> yeah, that does not hit. Patience. Um, I'm going to keep hitting this bear. All right, roll it. Sadly, that's only an eight. That does not hit. It's okay. I'm going to frenzy on my bonus action. Fair. There we go. That's a 19. That hits. That's 18 points of damage. And the bear goes down. Astrid. I'm going to go for a third try and try to finally take out this ape. Hit it with another Eldritch Blast. All right, roll it. 12. That hits. Five points of force damage. Stan. Guess I'm going to hit this great ape. All right, roll it. 16. That hits. With eight damage. The ape goes down. Well, that uh, didn't go as sneakily as I hoped. I guess that at this point we should... Probably just try to move as fast as we can. Oh, uh, and I turn and sprint for the door. Okay. Follow. Yep, same. All right, so you all sprint towards the door. I think that Stan gets there first because he is fastest. Uh, The door is locked. And uh, what is everybody's passive perception again? 12. 12. 11. 13. How high up are the bridges between these towers? Uh, The first one is 20 feet above the ground. The second one is 30. How fucking high can you jump again? Not that high. I could get up there. Do you want to go check if one of those doors is unlocked and maybe let us in from inside? Sure. And I'll go and stand under the bridge and I'll misty step my way up to the door. Which one? I guess the first one, since that's where we're trying to enter from. Okay. All right. So use that spell slot and Astrid vanishes and then appears on top of the bridge 20 feet up between the two doors. 
Uh, while she's doing that, I want to take one of my potions of greater healing real quick. Yeah, I think I'm going to use one of my lesser as well. All right. Yeah, and I'll check the door, see if it's open. It is. Ah, oh, then I will peek my head in. Uh, it's just trees in here and bushes and shrubs. Do I see the other door? Yes. Then I rush for it and open it up. There's a brief pause as Astrid vanishes inside of the first tower, and then she opens the door. Uh, what did you get for your healing potions? Uh, I got 15, which brought me back up to full. I got 11 back. All right. Oh, that was quick. Anything uh, in there? There seems to be a lot of trees. Uh, I don't see or hear anything, but I just wanted to open the door and get you in here in case there was something about to attack me. Okay. And I'll rush through. <laughs> Same. Yeah, just start booking it for the next door. We okay. need to make our way through this tower. You get to the next door. It is locked. Well, fuck. I mean, uh, now that the element of surprise is kind of non-existent, I could always use my lock pick, and I'll gesture to the enormous great axe that I'm carrying. If I were you, I would go away right now. You hear the voice from far within the building. Like, it doesn't seem like it's on the other side of the door. Uh, I want to cast Mage Armor on myself because I don't remember the last time I did that. And I want to make sure that that is taken care of. Fair. Who's that? Don't act like you don't know. You're in my encampment. This is my place. You've come here to take from me. Yeah. Only what you've already taken. It's mine. I deserved it. He was a terrible, terrible teacher. Well, then if we take it from you, we deserve it, right? Stan, I think since you are the one outside on the bridge right now, everyone else is behind you inside of that first tower. You hear the sound of, of something move, and then the third tower explodes. <gasps> Out of this third tower comes flying this strange, it looks like a dragon, but it's made of wood and brass. Its wings look almost like bedsheets, and it roars at you. And starts to fly towards you. Oh, hey, uh, I'm going to backpedal through the door. We got a bed sheets dragon. I move forward to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you peek outside. Yeah. Yeah, you peek out and that's what you see is it looks like a wormling made out of wood and brass and cloth. Uh, how far away is it from me? Uh, it is about 30 feet. I'm going to cast Firebolt on it. All right, everybody roll initiative. 11. 22 again. Six. Sixteen. I don't know why that was a flex. Like, it was not even the highest <laughs> thing here. Hey, fuck you, pal. Uh, all right, roll to hit. This is going to be your surprise round. Thirteen. That does not hit. All right, so we are out of that surprise round. And so to paint the picture right now, Astrid is out on the bridge between the two buildings. This creature is outside, and the three of you are huddled inside of the hut. Patience. I want to exit the building then. Hmm, do I want to rage? Do I think it might attack me? Sure. I will uh I will rage. Hopefully it tries to attack me. And then I'm going to take the dodge action. Okay. It is the bed dragon's turn, which is my stage name. Um oh, God. oh hello. Your burlesque name. Yeah, it's my burlesque name. Uh Astrid, give me a dexterity saving throw. Fourteen. All right. So you are standing outside on this bridge and this bed dragon starts to fly towards you and it opens its mouth and exhales a bunch of splinters and you are able to step back and not be hit by them as they ping into the walls of the outside of the building. Stan. I I think I'm going to follow patience out because same situation here. The only chance I have is if we can get it to come down to us, I think. Astrid. Yeah, going to try to hit it with Elch Blast. Okay, roll it. 19. That hits. 10 points of force damage. Capo. Uh, I'm going to step out the front door of this tower, uh, and I'm going to cast Shatter on the bed dragon. 
Okay. So it needs to make a constitution saving throw with disadvantage because it is made of inorganic materials. Okay. Yes. Ten. All right. It fails, so it takes uh, 18 points of thunder damage. Nice. What does that look like? Like, how are you doing that exactly? Playing a sweet riff? Are you singing a hot note? I run out the door and take a big breath and blow just one powerful note on the horn that basically shoots out like a laser beam (laughs) and hits this thing. Nice. Patience. Damn, I lost the rage. Yeah, I think I want to take my great axe and just crack it against the side of the building that I'm closest to. And I want to use thaumaturgy to make my voice three times as loud um, and say, fuck, I don't know. I'm so I'm so, I'm, I'm not I'm not raging anymore, but I'm still internally always raging. Um, <laughs> how about you pick on someone your own size, you bag of splinters? And I want to try to I want it to get down here and fucking fight me. Yeah, I think it would be persuasion to convince it to come to you. Sure. Uh, that's an 18. All right, so you slam your great axe against the outhouse, uh, and your voice booms out. It doesn't seem like this thing understands you, but it understands a threat. If I can see that it sort of got the vibe that I was putting out, I will bonus action rage now. Uh, yeah, so it, on its turn, then starts to move in your direction, and it lands on the ground uh, next to you, and it bites out at you with these brass teeth uh, with a 17. Uh, hits. 16 points of piercing damage. Halved to eight. Oh, thank God. Stan. Oh, I'm going to try to punch it. Oh, I'm sure a nine's probably going to miss. Yes, that misses. Okay, well, I'm still going to try to flurry if I can. All right, spend that point of key. How you sitting over there with key? Uh, I now have one left. Okay. Uh, and that is an 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. With five points of damage. And I keep forgetting that I have lots of tools that I am just forgetting about utterly. So if you could also give me a dex saving throw. 16. Okay, well, I never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna swing again. 11. That does not hit. Damn it. Astrid. Eldritch Blast. Roll it. 22. That hits. Seven points of force damage. Capo. I guess I'm gonna burn my other... Level two spell slot, because I can't imagine something it will be more effective against than this. So give me another con save with disadvantage. Eight. 21 points of thunder damage. Stan, you are squared up next to this dragon. And from your far left, a bolt of blue energy streaks towards you and hits you uh, with a natural 20. Oh. That is 10 points of ice damage. And your movement is reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. Oh, I assume that doesn't count as a ranged weapon. It does not. Dang it. (laughs) Um, And far over to your left on the bridge next to the little tower that exploded stands Noke. He is wielding the wand of polymorph in one hand uh, and he has his other hand outstretched towards you. He has just fired at you a ray of frost. Oh, wizard on the bridge, wizard on the bridge. It's my favorite country song. (laughs) Patience. Oh, man. We're in it now. I'm like wiping the blood from my nose with a grin. And then I just want to grab my great axe and lay into this dragon. All right. 21 to hit. That hits. 11 points of slashing damage. And then I'm going to frenzy attack again on my bonus action. All right. Uh, 23 to hit. That hits. 
17 points of damage. It is the dragon's turn. Stan and Patience and Capo, give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 25. That is a 19. 10. That is 28 points of damage, but it is halved for those of you who got higher than a 13 as this dragon breathes out another cloud of razor-sharp splinters. I'm down. I have three hit points left. Okay. Stan, give me a death saving throw. Okay. 11. All right. That is one success. Astrid, you see that one of your friends below has gone down. Uh, Another one is in pretty rough shape. I guess I'm going to cast Firebolt on the door. Because I don't have any other way of getting in and none of my spells will do anything against an object other than Firebolt. I think maybe if I can get inside and get to where that wizard is casting from, since I can't see him, I can maybe distract him long enough for patience to take out the dragon and get the other ones to safety. All right. So there are guides for hitting a door. Uh, So roll to hit. I can't wait to hear how this door dodges this spell. Uh, It's more so that like a dragon that the hit isn't hard enough to penetrate. 12. All right, roll your damage. Uh, That's six fire damage and a flammable object hit by the spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. All right, so you hit this door with this firebolt and it ignites. So at the top of the next round, it will take additional fire damage. Uh, That'll be a D6. Capo. I'm going to jog around so I can cast Cure Wounds on Stan. I'm only two saves away from being up, dude. That's... Seems like overkill. But. Okay, never mind. I'm going to poke him with a sword just to <laughs> put him on two death two death saves. Really level the playing field. All right, roll those healing dice. Uh, 10. I'll take it. Uh, patience, does a 17 hit you? Yes. Six points of frost damage, and your movement is reduced by 10 till your next turn, which is now. Great. I'm going to keep attacking this dragon. Okay. 19 to hit. That hits. 18 points of damage. And the dragon breaks apart into chunks and sheets and bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh, no. <laughs> Clatters to the ground, falling into all of these inanimate pieces. And over to the far left, you can hear Noke. No, no, my precious bed dragon. <laughs> The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. You notice that all of the antennas start to flick pretty quickly, like they know what you're about to do, and they put the squeeze on instantly, and you take one point of damage. Do you want to hurt me worse than... Like, I'll submit after this one. Uh, I mean, it doesn't want to kill you. Like, it thinks it's got you, so it's trying to be... A courteous. Yeah, like, it's not... This is one of the two... The skeleton's a dick. The ants ants are not. Like, the skeleton would pierce you with its ribs if it had you in a submission hold. What a weird sentence. Yeah. The skeleton's a dick. (laughs) You come up to one of these groups and uh, this younger woman 
looks at you and is like, oh my gosh, I love your skin. Oh, thanks. It helps me dance. Oh, that's weird. Why? No, it's just, uh, it's the wires they put in. It, it lets me move with fluidity. Ah, yes. And they start doing the worm. the future dance the The, worm the The conversation is over because they're doing the worm now (laughs) they are talking to the earth i i just get get down to their level while they're doing it like you have to do it with them in tandem to have a conversation i have your head oh that sounds grisly i don't know if like you can re-congeal yourself into it like put your hands on it like the space jam basketball or anything he actually asks to see it yes i produce it he punts it. This thing is garbage <laughs> to me. This is useless. What a stupid thought you've had. Also, don't forget to mark your two experience for getting Gregory back to Noel. Getting Gregamy. For committing Gregamy. It's where you're with multiple Gregs at once. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very easy with this Greg. What's being concealed here? The thing being concealed here is that as you look over Officer Harrison with this ability to see the invisible you get a brief glimpse of his true form. You see a smallish man, maybe four foot three, covered in dozens of eyeballs, all of them looking in different directions, blinking independently of one another. Some of them look human. Some of them look like animals' eyes, some eyes you've never seen before. He knows your whole shit. This guy's got you made. Like, I don't know why you're still playing. This yeah. smallish man is all eyeballs. He sees magic and he's trying to get you out of the equation. Yeah, like, that's true. That's he's true. already stared in a world soul. that, you know, resets every 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, visitor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sheriff's like, I need you to understand the gravity when I say that this is unprecedented. (laughs) When I say we seldom get visitors, (laughs) I mean never. All right. He just called him Esten. Is it the same? Is it just all of this guy's generals are all named Esten? What? Yeah, it's a very common. It's a title. <laughs> it's like 007. They pass it on to yeah. moniker. Nash is like, I don't want to be learning all of your names. <laughs> all right, so you strike out at one of these larger leeches. What does this look like? Uh, I mean, the goal is just split one of these things lengthwise with my spear. You cut it down the middle, and what do I want to call it? What's the inside of it? Just describe it. Visually like a tuna salad sandwich from somewhere. <laughs> you cut it open and on one side there's sliced tomatoes and lettuce. <laughs> and the other side there's this real fine paste that smells a little fishy. Oh. We jump ahead a couple of hours. Wallace at this point has absconded with a couple of bottles of red wine <laughs> and the Faraday cage that also keeps in magical energies as well as Jimmy, uh, who he plans to drop off at his hotel uh, so Jimmy can hopefully continue with his plans towards cobbler dominancy. (laughs) (laughs) Cobbler dominancy! Is that the game where you roll around and you pick things up as a ball? That's going to be my threadbare name. (laughs) Hi, I'm cobbler dominancy. Cobbler dominancy. Well, Kitty Poo Club is your all-in-one litter box solution designed for convenience. Meow, 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 meow.
eight. So you can get to the canopy and start cutting. But she is either going to activate the Omega 13. Yeah. And rewind all this 13 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And make you (laughs) re-roll. I'm just going to teleport to Tass real quick. You appear inside of Mother Hen and it it smells in here. Like just two dudes living together. (laughs) An old man and a young hip bachelor just... (laughs) trying to save the world <laughs> this is my new fox Spin pilot yeah. <laughs> who's damien he's a dick <laughs> he clubbed me and threw me in the trunk of a car he did he oh did God. rev you've been through some shit it's been a lot yeah it's, it's a hard knock life for an npc <laughs> is that why they lock you down here yeah because i'll just wander away like any npc in a video game <laughs> <laughs> i just get lost and wander away So, Jake, you are able to surface and you come into this room uh, previously described on Megan's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will cautiously approach the hole and peek over to see what's in it. Yeah. So you peek down and you can see that like 100 yards down are wood planks. And then maybe 20 feet down, you can see that there are two like foot long Subway sandwiches. <laughs> there to lure you in. I jump in. Or you're going to pull something as you go, and you're going to have a minus one ongoing to anything involving dexterous, sneaky things until you can find a way to, to remedy your issue. Yeah, I didn't really bring much in, so I don't think I have too much compelling to leave behind. I think I'm going to hurt myself. Okay. You start to go over the fence and you just snag your sack. Um, <laughs> so in a way, you did leave something important behind. <laughs> uh, and you've caused trouble for me. You really kind of got all three of those options. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So now what am I supposed to believe? Is any of this for real? Well, it looks to me like you're trying to hide. Yeah, my mom always said, don't trust anybody. Maybe they'd want to know where you're hiding out tonight. Thank you for returning my license, Joseph. That ding-dang detector pulled you. But she was married, you know. Stop being a little prick. Do you have your doubts? All right, kids. Say goodbye to Uncle Joseph. I'll handle it. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, buddy. Just saying how sorry we are to hear about your parents. Why is she talking about you having a mustache? You want to take a walk? Three complete seasons of Dirt, an audio drama, are now available to binge wherever you listen to podcasts or at dirtaudiodrama.com.